Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Formula 1 podcast straight to the apex. Um, I'm reliably informed that there's no race this week but that doesn't stop the podcast machine turning and the boys got together and did a podcast anyway. So uh, I'm sure there's going to be lots of Formula 1 goings on even without a race. Before we get started and while I've got you please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. It's massive help to us. It's big help to the podcast all over the all over the place. If you've got a couple of minutes spare, please consider dropping a comment and uh, also leaving a review. A review really helps the podcast, and uh, we really do appreciate it. Right, let's get started. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, straight to the apex. <laughs> meeting is being recorded hello again and welcome to episode five of straight to the apex uh we're your hosts myself james stainforth mark wilkin for the benefit of the listeners that was mark waving and tony t dog rawson <laughs> are we doing lads yeah i'm good. not so bad how are you yeah good for you i'm what good up i'm good what have you been up to? What have you done Mate. today? Oh, today, I'm, I'm not going to talk about today. Um, I want to talk about the weekend because I, I've been aching. Um, aching? Yeah, from so... What? You... Oh, from go-karting, of course. Nothing oh. nothing kinky or anything else like that. Um, oh, that's, a, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, apparently pegging isn't in her kind of remit anymore, so yeah, it's out the window. Um, no, it was. Yeah, no, we, we went. Um, I went go karting, and I'm too old. No, you're not. No, no you're not. No, you're not. It, uh, we went. We went to Tamworth, um, and we was going to go see the the in laws and and pick up little and everything. So me, my brother in law said, "Oh, do you fancy going go karting?" I was like. Yeah, all right. I've been for a few years, but I always enjoy it. So we paid for it and everything, and we got there and found out it wasn't your, your normal kind of go karts. It was 125 cc's. Ooh. So they they fly at like know, 60, 70 miles per hour. All right. And ta- they're, they're beasts. They're absolute beasts. But anyone who's gone go karting knows that you don't have your power steering, you don't have this, you don't have that. So. It, it's full on, full blown strength and everything. And wow, I, I needed, I'm not going to lie, lads, I did 20 minutes. And when they told me it was 20 minutes, the first thing I thought was, is that it? It was 20 minutes. Come on. That's, that's not cool. I, mate, I got halfway through and I was like, I don't want to do anymore. I want to go home. I just want to have a bath and just curl up in a ball and die. Was it an endurance race or was it just like an arrive and drive type event? It, it was just arrive and drive and, you know, you, you got your fastest laps and everything else. But there was like a leaderboard on there. And of, of all F1 drivers to be on that leaderboard, Nicholas Latifi was on it. And he was like fifth, I think, at 57 point blah, 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 seconds. He can't have managed a lap. He can't have managed a full second lap without crashing. There. I just read that as like, well, he, he, he did it. He didn't crash. Well, I'm saying he didn't crash. That could have been his fastest <laughs> lap and then he crashed. We don't know. But. Yeah, I didn't do that well. I, I did a minute five, so I walked out of that thinking, you know what? I'm just eight seconds slower than an F1 driver. That's not bad. I don't have to tell everyone who the F1 driver is. You can do a lot in eight seconds. Eight seconds is a long time. Yeah. Hell yeah. All, all I learned from that, though, when I got out of it was, well, first of all, I suddenly realised, yeah, you're 40 in a few months. Which was always nice. It's all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, it's official. I am actually getting old. And the only, only other thing I thought was, how the fuck do these guys do it for like an hour and a half, two hours, or whatever it is? Because it's a life. The train for it, don't you see them all with the necks and the helmets on and doing because all that? But, I mean, we've all been <laughs> go karting together, you know. I, yeah, yeah. 
very slow go-karts compared to the ones who have. And it is hard work, like you say, but you think that pretty much every F1 driver on that grid started when they were like six or seven? Yeah. Like, how mm. the hell are they doing it at that age? You've got to have a lot of this. So- You've got to have a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be able Pirate to do it backing. every week, have all the kit, have the training, and all that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I decided I'm not, I'm not going to grow the lad up to be a, an F1. I'd love him to be an F1 driver, just so I can go with him everywhere. Go, oh, look, it's fucking brilliant, and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, no, that ain't going to happen. I'll, I'll, I'll just stick with golf or something. There's, there's still some good money in that. Well, there's a lot of money in golf, yeah. But maybe not as guys. <laughs> well, I need to I need to do more of this I mean them guys even the Yeah, yeah we need we need to do okay. more of it, but we need we maybe we need one together. Well, maybe the local one does do an open night where it's like a race series you pay, you go on the night or you can book, you pay I think 35 quid. I've wanted to go to one for ages. Yeah, let's do it because I mean, I can't. Why did we go go kite? Was it a stag? Was it your stag do, James? Yeah, yeah stag do. It was. It was. Yeah. It was um, I can't remember who won. Not me. It I don't know one. I can't really remember. <laughs> it was me, everybody. Oh it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark won. As I always, know, I remember having a good race with your mate, and he was like, Oh, I thought I'd turn up and win. And I was like, All right, you didn't, though, did you? I can't even remember who that was. I think it was, I think it was John kid. Martin, and, and, and the, yeah, skinhead, kid. It was skinhead. It was he likes NFL because I've seen him in um tribal, drives an Audi, drive the Audi, I think. James Cadden, Cadden, oh, John Cadden, yeah, John, John, John. John. oh, yeah. Yeah, it was John. Yeah. But we had a re- quite good race. You're sorry, Jit, Tom? I can't remember where I, I ended up. I think I crashed. I remember crashing. <laughs> I remember towing yeah. some motherfucker. And then I carried on. And they put it out. And then I just remember getting oh. stuck behind somebody. I got stuck behind some fucking big guy. And I just could not get fucking past him. I could not do it. I what remember the it? guy you took out because it was only on like the third or fourth lap. Yeah, it's just when he was, he, 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 was, he was making those excuses of, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I think I, you know, I broke my thumb or something. I, I couldn't do it. So I, I just thought I'd best pull out. It was like, pussy, fucked him up, okay. carried on. <laughs> I turned it into fucking Yeah, roses. suck it up, princess. You got another <laughs> thumb. Get on with it. Started, started fucking smashing people out. Bam, bam. You don't need Fuck your thumbs. You don't see Formula yeah. One drivers going, oh, I've got my thumb, I can't play. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go to a different one, though. Isn't there one in, like, Lee? in there a big one in Leeds? An indoor one in Leeds? The, the Leeds? I think there's an indoor one in all now, isn't there? Yeah, but it's crap. It's awful. Is it? Oh, is it? Yeah, it's literally, like, following the safety car around. Um, the one in Leeds that I did for my stag do was probably one of the best tracks I've been to, in the sense that... The pits were upstairs. It was all lights instead of guys with flags from the old city council. It was all proper. And the go-karts actually had brake lights. So that was quite cool. And you had an up and under bridge as well. Um, That could be quite good then. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I like I haven't been there for years, but that's... Uh, we did a twin engine one at York years and years ago, but I don't think that's there anymore. That was outdoor. Well, the one that leads is good, but I quite like Craven Park. I think they've changed the track since we've all been. Oh, have they? Yeah, they've they've made it a little bit faster. So, and they've got brand oh, new nice. carts and stuff. So, I keep saying, like, mm. like say these open night race nights that they do, we should all get get on it, get some merch get on, on it. and go. Let's advertise. Hell yeah! Just turn up with like a sharpest. That they give us for half an hour, just straight to the apex, and then just hope they don't notice. <laughs> start signing. You're really sorry. Start signing everything. <laughs> We're really famous. We'll We're just famous stop slapping stickers on all the cars as we walk by. <laughs> SGP, business SGP. cards out. Here, take one of them. Take one of them. Take one of them. On my formation, like when I've won, I'll just stop and like pull a big straight to the apex flag out and start waving it. 
Yeah, and it's got like a QR code on there, which as soon as you <laughs> click on it, it takes you straight to the bloody podcast on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in, in, in case you haven't noticed yet, guys, um, slightly different podcast this week. There wasn't a race this weekend, so don't worry, you haven't missed anything. Um, obviously, as always, big thanks to Andy and for Cookie Cast for giving us the, the opportunity to do this as always. Um, yeah, we want we wanted to bring something else. We wanted to bring a bit, bit more stuff. We don't just want to come in and talk about the races and stuff like that. We want to, obviously, it's going to be F1 related. We're not going to come on and start talking about so the golf. You know, what do you think of the Masters or anything else like that? You know, because <laughs> well, wrong podcast, folks. Um, yeah. We wanted to talk more F1 stuff. So we've got a bit of news as always. We're going to talk about you know Charles Leclerc crashing um, in Monaco in a, a very expensive car. A uh, few other things, but we've also we've, we've also picked like one subject each that we're all going to talk about and just well blow the crap out of each other and probably you guys as well. So if we do, apologies. And so, yeah. also some, like real life questions, like some real fucking problems that we need to solve, like real life questions, and also like get to know each other a bit more, maybe for the viewers out there with some questions as well i think that'd be uh i think that'd be great we we know you enough we don't need to know you anymore i was gonna say after episode two tony i think everyone knows you well <laughs> i'm trying to I, pull it back I know too, I'm I know too not, much about him to be fair i'm not <laughs> i'm not an absolutely swearing unhinged machine of a person um <laughs> mm. yeah he's an angry but, man <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what to say anymore now. Now the camera's live. Sometimes I just need to I just need to settle down with with pissed and I, I have pissed oh, well, too piss, many people. Piss this week, folks. Not shit. Piss. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well done. You've improved. I just need to, well done. I just need to reel it in slowly. Just re- reel in the professionalism on the podcast while dropping the subtle <laughs> f bombs that we need. I think there may have been a we goal as well in football. What's wrong with the occasional fuck here and there, Tony? Yeah. Just make sure you don't shout anything really bad while watching the football there, buddy. Yeah. You know, I remember the other week you said, you know, you're really dedicated to this and stuff, but, you know, you've got the football on in the corner. Right, right now. It's, it's Liverpool have scored, by the way. Just, you know. Oh, thank you for letting me know, Mark. You're watching it. How do you not know? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Those who are watching on YouTube will... Uh... See that I am peering. Uh, yeah, he still can't see the score. But this isn't a football podcast. This is about F1. No, so let's this is get, F1. Let's get right? back to the fucking point. Yeah, you tell us <laughs> to. So I've done it straight away, though. Hey, you brought back on subject. You brought <laughs> back on subject. Well done, you. So, what, what news we got, guys? Well... I think, should we start uh, with the uh, the one that we were discussing before the podcast began? Uh, Charles Leclerc crashing a very expensive Ferrari. Mm. So, Tony, yeah, you, has he got you the balls just... to win this, do you reckon? Is what? You are, sorry? Has he got the balls to win his home race, has he? What, Monaco? <laughs> no. He'll make a mistake. So, I think this that why he's done this, why he's done this historic event at Monaco, um, where they drive classic cars around the track, and he's ended up in is it Nicky Lauda's car? Yeah, yeah. From some whatever season away. Obviously it's ridiculously expensive. And he's fucking it's I've done it again, sorry. It's crashed. He's crashed it. This just adds another edge to the moniker, if you ask me. I just think I don't think he's going to do it. Ah. I honestly think he's going to ball it. Well, so it, it is something that's really interesting. I don't know if you guys have noticed it either. Um, I, I saw it the other day when I was looking at the crash and stuff like that, and then like a meme came up on uh, Facebook, and it was pictures of crashing. It was like Monaco 2018, Monaco 2019, Monaco 2020, Monaco 20. I was like. Oh, hang on. And I, I had to quickly look into it, and I was I, I was right. He's never finished a race at Monaco in his in his F1 career. Never? Ever. Nope. 
How so then they go and go, hey, this guy can't finish a race at Monaco. Let's stick him in a really expensive Ferrari and see how he does. Well, well you've had more looks than, like the TV or Stroll in there, wouldn't you? <laughs> Bashing Stroll in the TV again. Um, what well, stopped him last year? Well, I Did can't remember. Me? Was it last year or the year before where he was on for pole and he binned yes. it? He got pole, but he binned it. And then he couldn't start the race because the thought he'd got away with his gearbox being okay, so he didn't have to drop. And then on the lap, I think that was grid, last year. Was it last year? Because on the lap, I think that grid, was last year. Yeah, his his gearbox was shot, wasn't it? And he had to retire the car before he started. Yes, and I didn't. Re- and there, I there was another year it. where I think it was his one of his rears just absolutely obliterated. And in the video, you just see, like see this. It, the only way I can describe it is it looks like you're looking at an angle grinder where you've just got this 10-foot-wide wheel on one side mm. just spinning, and all, all you can see is the, the, the wheel trim. I think um, we have said it on a previous... We've said it on previous podcasts, I think, <laughs> referencing previous episodes. Um, yeah. he's, he has got a crash in him. He's got quite a few crashes in him, and I don't think he's consistent enough to win the championship at all. Mm. And we see it, Sainz being as he is, Ferrari are going to bin another one, aren't they? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Last year, it's, he did. It's He pulled out shortly before the race on Saturday, on Sunday because of a gearbox problem. Yeah, it was so last he was, year. He then. was on it. He was on it. So mm. his car's a bit more reliable this year. It's pretty reliable this year. No, but he wanted reliability last year. He hit the wall in qualifying, and they wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't yes, they didn't yeah. want to replace the gearbox because yeah. it had dropped five places in the race, and obviously it's Monaco. You can't thought it was fine, didn't they? Mm. So yeah. is this the year he does it? No, I'm. I'm going to stick my neck out now. No, not this. I don't think he will win it. I don't think he'll be on the podium. Interesting. Uh, big claim. Big fucking clip, sorry. I'm, I'm, Big claim I'm, there. Not, not I mean, even the next race, and there's his prediction already. I mean, well, hang on, because predictions are hard. Yeah. I've got a gap to close, <laughs> so I might put him in. I'm not, you know, I'm not... Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, not... <laughs> watch him win this week, and then he'll be like, oh, I think Max is going to win Monaco, because he's doing really well at the minute. <laughs> I'm his friend. <laughs> I really love Max. Max wins everything just like me. I'm winning the league, so now I can make my own decisions. Winning friends. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh. you. It's all right, Mac. It's all right. We'll we'll remember this. All oh, the fans will remember this moment. Remember it's it's like it's recorded, you know. <laughs> you know, it's like it's recorded. We don't need to remember. We'll just go back. Oh, yeah. great. But no, going back to what you were saying there as well, buddy, with the um he's got a crash in him and everything. You're right, and with everything that science has, has has gone through as well the last couple of weeks and all that stuff, the the way it's going at the moment, red red, red bull's gonna catch up. And then they're they're either gonna fly off with it or it's it's just gonna be a tight fight to the end. I don't know, but all depends on how the salary cap thing goes for Red Bull because it's been confirmed now, hasn't it? They've spent something like seventy-five percent of their budget. Is it? Be, is it already. confirmed? Because I, I've been since you mentioned it, I've been looking, and there's so many different stories. Some are saying they've spent seventy odd percent. Some are saying they've spent eighteen. Like, has it been confirmed now? Has it that they've spent quite a lot of money? I'm sure it has. I can't remember where I saw it on. Um, but yeah, that, that's where I saw the figure that 75% of the budget's been done. Um, right. I'll find out for obviously next week, definitely, if it's been confirmed. But from what I can see, yeah, it's it's, it's looking that way. Because Yeah, it, there's a lot of rumours. Mm. There's a lot of rumours. Rumours. But they're denying it. The development budget is 75%. Of the total budget is on updates, but they're denying it. They're denying that that is, but they needed to, didn't they? Really, they needed to 
fix the car, get it up to but I mean they're already quite they're already near the top, are they fighting for the top two? I mean, he was behind, he did DNF two of the first three races. Is I mean, what what is definitely do we know? I don't know. No, I honestly don't know. No In, idea. Um, the amount of millions Couple of, of dollars, I don't know. I couldn't find that out anywhere. I did have a look. But... I mean, really, when you think about it, from, from a budget point of view, what, what would you be looking at say, saying, right, let, let's say 75% of our budget can go on to updating, upgrading the car, you know, to get us to our peak point. And then the last 25% of that goes towards repairs, all that kind of stuff. I mean, if you look at it from that kind of standpoint, it might not be a bad thing, you know, because after seeing how they was at Miami, maybe they are at that kind of point now, and they're just like, you know what, yeah, we're we're good. I don't, I don't know, is, is no, his honest answer. I don't know. I, I know, reading some stuff yesterday, apparently they've got a massive package coming to Barcelona to reduce the weight of the car, mm. like seriously huge. Yeah, I saw and, that. As well as changes to the floor and the diffuser, and then they're also planning an even bigger aero package for Silverstone. So if this is a team that spent 75% of the budget, the, the two massive updates coming, like you say, I'd like to see how much they are actually spending. And But then Ferrari apparently have breached this in the previous years. So them calling out mm. another team is a bit like, what are you doing? Why, why are you bringing this up? We've done it. Shut the fuck up. It's just all yeah. retaliation, isn't it? And all this well, kind of he said, she said. We say this, don't we? We say this every episode. It's it's more drama and everything in Formula One off the track. It's more about tattletailing and pointing the finger at someone else to get it off your car, isn't it? That's all they do. now. And Christian Honors, the biggest actor going. He, he's the best at it, to be fair to him. Mm. He's annoying um, though at the moment because he's not mourning enough for us to actually do another corner, Horner's Corner. He's not, but his time will come. The winning. It's the last thing he moaned about, I agreed with. But... Yeah, his time will we'll come. warm into him. Yeah, when, when they're losing, that's when he'll go full Horner and we can really have a you know a dedicated episode like this just to whinge about that twat. <laughs> I go good. Really Welcome to episode 16. Really like for the next 25 minutes, we're going to see how much of a twat he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a far-hour episode. The story of a great cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast maybe we are involved with. Oh, speaking, um, speaking of cocks, Tony, how, how is the Pornhub thing going? Have you found us on there yet as a streaming platform? or Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere. Who's the guys looking, at CookieCast? The guys at CookieCast need to be on this shit because we're missing out. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I've been everywhere. It's not there. I've been on the dark the, web. It's not there. Maybe he's the youngest in the group. You need to like do the podcast topless and maybe then they'll pick it up. <laughs> With nipple tassels. If, if you want to go nipple tassels, that's <laughs> entirely up to you. I didn't suggest... <laughs> That'll get the boys in. <laughs> no, this is a serious F1 podcast. We're not going that way. We're not. We're not that desperate just yet. Well, not I, yet. I, I don't know. Cause, I mean, if you did, I suppose we could start broadcasting on OnlyFans. That's where the money is. Harry's owners on there paying the bills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they'll be paying us to get off. It's crazy. It's You'll crazy get one message. Look, lad, I'll give you whatever you want. Just don't come back on this channel again, please. Never, never broadcast <laughs> ever again. How many knots do you want? <laughs> get off the streaming platforms. Just stay on OnlyFans. We'll just keep paying you. <laughs> Stop talking about Formula One. It was really distracting me mid-stroke. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Really took a turn this week, and it we haven't got a race to talk about. And look what happened, manage. Yeah, this is the realers. 
Does anybody have Especially any questions? Went out the any, window. Any, any serious questions? Any of life's mysteries that need sorting out? Or any? Mate, you've normally got the good ones. Okay. Okay. I'll start with. Uh, I'll start with one. Okay. If you'd won the Euro Millions last week, what car would you have bought? So let me set the scene. You've won. You've gone crazy. You've pulled yourself. Well, you don't have to win really to do that. Um, You've rang them up. You've gone there. You've verified it. It's in your account. All the numbers. You're back at home. You're having a brew. Naked. Or doing whatever the fuck you want. You're a millionaire. You can go whatever the fuck you want. What car are you going to buy? Is this where you tell us that you won the 184 million? (laughs) <laughs> oh man uh, because I I'm wish. not I'm not going to lie when, when you sent us that message in WhatsApp saying I'm going to do this we're going to do this if I win it I'm going to give you all a million oh, each yeah. and blah 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 oh, yeah. and then I a couple of days later it got announced on the news saying there is one winner like that. Mm. <gasps> is, 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 this, is this how you're going to tell us you're going to tell us live on yeah. the podcast I get like a reaction I'm video if I, if I fucking won I would have turned up to your house <laughs> <laughs> I would have smashed I would have smashed your door down I'd want you to turn up with a money gun (laughs) and give him a million in a money gun. That's how I want my million, right? (laughs) You can have one in each hand, 500,000, just giving it the... That's fine. Not a problem. Do I have to pick one car or two? Because I know what car I'd buy, but then I know what... I'd have a sensible one as well. Go on, then. I'll give you... Yeah, two, then. Two. All out. And then your daily driver. Right. You'll like this, Tony. Not sure James will. My first car I'd buy is a black Mercedes G-Wagon. Nice. All right. Absolute. All right. Is that your daily driver? Black wheels, black windows, just absolutely fucking bob-omb. Not going to lie, mate. Starting one yesterday. Did you? Driving around that. Well, I, I want to drive. Well, yeah, the the the, the father-in-law. What? He's got a G wagon. The, he's the very proud owner of a G wagon. Oh. I know. It's oh. beautiful. Damn it! I, I, I'm not going to lie. When I first found out, I looked at it and I went, "Is he is he going into selling drugs or something like that?" But yeah, I I got in it and oh, I I, I just love the thing. It's it's ace. Katie, Katie, and no one argues with you when you're driving. You are. No one argues with him when you when you're driving one to one. Does he drive it around like Mr. Bean in Hollywood, just like this? <laughs> oh, mate, he's, he's got the windows down, smoke going out of it, and oh, he's just got yeah. Snoop Dogg playing in the background. Nah. <laughs> oh, nah, nah. He's, he's, he's a good, he's a good lad. He's a good lad. I wow. think. What's your other one then, Mark? Aston Martin DB Nan. I've been in that too. Oh, fuck off. That that's actually the father-in-law's other car. So, so my <laughs> cars, <laughs> my cars are your life, aren't they? Basically, what I'm saying is, yeah. Well, he, he, he got so he, he got the DB9 years ago. Um, he had it before I even met the wife. Um, but he, he can't get in anymore. It's it's too low down for him. That's that's why he wanted the G wagon. Believe it or not, he got right. bored. He got bored, Mark, of your dream. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, what, what what would I have then? Well, well it's if you'd have happened this last so... week, and I'd have said, you know what, I'd like Nicky Lauda's Ferrari, I'd be really pissed off this week. Um, <laughs> I I would want the ni- a 1965 Shelby Mustang GT500. Eleanor, that is a great Eleanor. show. Yeah, that is a great show. Ooh. Uh, and for my other car, it would be an Aston Martin as well. Would it be the DB6? DB6? Has to be the DB6. Not the DB5 off Bond? It's the DB6 on Bond. No, it's DB5. You sure? 100%. That's why I was shocked okay, well, the DB6. I could have sworn it was a DB6. No, DB5. Bond. Well, I tell you what, on that bombshell then, and in my own embarrassment, 
while I quickly Google this just to see how wrong I was, we'll take a break here and then we'll come back with some stories for you. See you in a bit. Speak soon, guys. See you in a bit. This meeting is being recorded. Welcome back, guys, to episode five. So I need to apologize for... Well, no, I don't even need to apologize because you know what? I'm human at the end of the day, all right? And humans make mistakes. I got the DB6 and the DB5 mixed up. What really pisses me off... Is that new? Is that no jockey there? <laughs> was once again right. Thank you. I won't be smug about it. <laughs> Look, you know, I won't be smug. I like cars. I'm, I'm not going to smug. Hey, we all make mistakes. All, yeah. all I'll say I, is... I, I, my two favourite cars, you know, you've been in them, you fucking knobhead. So let's ca- carry on. <laughs> yeah, but, mate, it's not like I've got the cars, is it? Yeah, they're your family, the links. I'm bitter about it. So let's, you know, let's just carry on. I don't want to rant like yeah. Tony and say fucking hell every sentence. I've, I've been there, done it off camera, I'm calm now. Yeah, but leave that to the professional there in the on the right hand side. Side. So, what, what's your two cars in anyway, Tony? My two cars. Oh. Right then. I, I don't know. Is the straight answer because there's so many. I've got 184 million. I could buy it, bin it. Right? Your question, and you haven't thought about I it. I know, it. but that's why I was. That's why I asked the question because I was intrigued. Intrigued with the answers. Gun to your head. This is this is when we find out, innit? He's putting a list together and then he's just gonna bugger off and leave us two to the podcast, yeah, no, isn't it? Because he's no, actually I've won thought it, yeah. about this. I've right, gun to your head, gun to your head, what car would you go out and buy? You have to buy a car. Lambo, you've got to look Ferrari, at Ferrari, McLaren. Do I want the car now? Hmm? Do I want the car now? Oh. Immediately. Because these cars, there's lead, there's loot time and shit. And if you want like new Ferraris and stuff, you have to be on a list in a right. club. I'm, I'm going to fucking rant again. You've got 884 million. You literally can walk into that dealership and say, Oi, knob jockey, get me that car. So that's what yeah. car do you want me? And at the same time, how, how many 1965 Shelby Mustang GT500s do you see driving around on the road? Because mm. yeah, that, that's what I want. Yeah, I've got a pocket full of money. You will get me that car. So, come yeah. on. What, what do you want? Come on, sir. Right, so, for a daily driver, I'd have a Ferrari. But it wouldn't be any just Ferrari. It'd be, I love the look of this car, and it looks fucking insane. An SF90. Right, okay. That's your daily car. That's, That's my daily car. Oh. I'm under 84 million. This, this screams. Right. Okay. That screams 184 million. That's me. Right. That's, that's me. Yep. Yeah, that should be and able then to run around for my, for my weekend. It'd be a low rider. 100%. Full on. 100% a low rider. It'd be, uh, let me just find it on here. You'd go to West Coast Pon- Customs, wouldn't you, in America? Pon- Pontiac. Pontiac. Or a Chevy. So I can fucking bounce that motherfucker up and down. I'm more surprised that you called it the low ride. You didn't. You didn't go with the kind of, you know, driving my Lolo. I think Chevy we last was doing a podcast with that Mikey Carroll, fucking Chad, rolling down, fucking okay, down Preston Road. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you drive down Preston Road, you go like that anyway with the potholes and speed bumps. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> And if you drive that slow, your wheels ain't going to be there time you get to the end of the road. <laughs> Big shout out to uh, Hull City Council. You know, keep up the good work. You're doing yeah. great. My council tax has gone up for that very reason. Oh, no, wait. You're on there. You're on there. <laughs> wow. So, like we so, said yeah. earlier, we've got a couple of stories we want to tell. So, who wants to go first? Host. I'll go last. You go. You go. Oh, we're going by the, the, the usual host of the week does it kind of thing. Yeah. Well, my mine got story. It's kind of like uh, an aim or something I'd like to speak about on the podcast. A certain thing. I'm, I don't really want to do. I'm really I just want to listen to his. 
I, I know, yeah. Should we just crap our two off and go, you know what? This this is just gonna be an episode for Tony. We'll do that yeah. for the next one. <laughs> we can just sit there quietly and just let Tony just just talk for 40 minutes. <laughs> I probably could, you know, I've talked so much shit. It'd be in, yeah, in, we know. In real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, st- story I've gone with is about a certain F1 driver uh, called Jack, and I hope I pronounce his surname right. Apologies, uh, Jack Brabham. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to talk about his entire career and everything else like that. I just want to talk about his first Grand Prix title win, the last race, and how it happened. So, okay. so Jack Brabham, he he was a Royal Australian Air Force flight mechanic before. He ran a small engineering workshop, and then he started racing like midget cars and stuff like that. He's doing a really good job, so getting quite successful. So he moved over to Britain and started looking at becoming more of an F1 kind of driver and joined like the Cooper Car Company's racing team. Um building the cars as well you know as they all used to do you know quite a quite a lot of the the big names that have they're out there now like mclaren especially um they started you know building their own cars and racing them and funnily enough in in this season in 1959 um his side man was uh mclaren that was interesting Taught the guy to drive and everything pretty much god interesting yeah so like I said, I'm not going to boil the whole season. It was only a couple. It was only about nine races or something stupid like that in 1959. But what happened was it was a, it was like last season where it all boiled down to the very last race, and it was between um, him, uh, Sterling Moss, and Tony Brooks from Ferrari. Any of these won it or got to a certain position, they'd have won the title that race. Mm-hmm. Now, Sterling Moss at the time wasn't—he wasn't having much. Obviously, he became highly successful and everything else like that, as we all know. But at the time, he wasn't really doing that well. He had the same gearbox as Brabham and everything else, but the difference was that Brabham was constantly working on his gearbox, and because he had that engineering background, he was making all these little tweaks because that gearbox wasn't the most reliable thing. And Sterling Moss had that issue a few times, so. Anyway, it, it, com- it comes to race day. Um, from what I remember rightly from your notes was, I think it's the fourth or fifth lap, um, Sterling Moss's gearbox went. And in like the f- first couple of laps, Tony Brooks got in a bit of a collision and came off the track. So all Brabham had to do was finish the race. So... The, the only issue that Brabham had with his car was it was quite heavy as well. So they put less fuel in to try and reduce the weight and everything else and just go for it. And he didn't know about positions or anything. He didn't know where anybody of the other drivers were because they didn't really have the radio technology and everything else that they have now. And he's driving along and he's got McLaren behind him just as his, as his wingman, just keeping everybody else at bay and stuff like that, including Brooks, who's coming back to a degree, if I remember rightly. Um, including a guy who I can never remember the name of. He was the Italian driver. One second, guys, I'm just looking for it. Was his name you know Marco? What? Don't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, Tony. You, you have a guess. You Felipe Massa. So. Was it Sebastian <laughs> Vettel? He was Lewis's teammate. No one. Anyway, yeah, yeah, and, and, and Jack Brabham's as well before that, yeah. Don't go but, there, don't go there, because don't go there, don't go there. That wound's yeah. still so fucking So anyway, the, the two of them are driving along as, 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 as this little McLaren, uh, sorry, not McLaren, as, as like a convoy, just going through a couple of laps, and Brabham had to slow down because, for one, he was aware of his fuel consumption. For another, he was also wanting to make sure that McLaren was behind him just to help him out where he could. And... um. You know, people was catching up and stuff like that, but McLaren was holding back. And he comes to the last lap and he gets about 400 yards <clears throat> from the finish line and he runs out of petrol. 
car comes to an absolute standstill, starts spluttering, and then just stopped. Right there. Gutted. So he gets out the car. Gets out the car and starts pushing the thing. So I'm, I'm talking like end of cool runnings kind of thing now. He gets out the car and starts pushing it. There's other people running and he's waving them off because he knows if any of them touch the car, that's mm-hmm. it, he's out. Yeah. Obviously, uh, McLaren flies by and he waves him. He just says, go, 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 keep going. Um, I can't remember who came second, but Brooks came third, if I remember rightly. And Brabham came fourth. But that wasn't enough for Brooks to win it. So Brabham actually won the 1959 Grand Prix, pushing his car over the finish line. And they allowed him to do that and it stood? Wow, yep. shit. He finished crazy. in fourth place, putting his car over and won the title. Wow. They won't let him do that now, health and safety, would they? But wow, oh, that's no. impressive. But he, he did that, then he won again in uh, 1960, and then again in 66. Not long after that, I think he retired after that. But uh, yeah, fucking awesome. I remember, the, I remember the Brabham racing team. And obviously, I remember, you know, I, I do know the name, but I didn't know that story. That's that's really impressive. Mm, it's pretty I'm cool. Right? I've heard of that, you know, but I didn't actually. Yeah, I've heard somebody did that, but I actually didn't know the story. Mm. That's cool. Have you ever actually ran out of fuel in real life? No. Yourself? No. 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 Health I fucking you yeah, I have guys. Yeah. <laughs> what a shock! It's me. <laughs> of course, I fucking did. Right. <laughs> I was fucking driving. I was fucking driving an Audi. A3, black edition. Was you running Fucking late? shit up. Shit up. Diesel. Two litre Tebo. Shit up. Driving. And the petrol station was literally... It had been... Yeah, it had been on the fucking... Light had been on for a while, but we're at the minute, squeaky bum time. Coming... There's um, funeral cars on the side of the road and people have slowed down. A few people start passing. So I obviously the ass that's slowing down. But then I go to speed back up and it just boom cuts. And then yeah, I lose my steering. And I'm like nearly coming into the middle of the road. So I'm like, fuck, so I have to pull the car back. And then I'm now I'm like behind the last car of the funeral cars. And I'm like, fuck. What the fuck do I do here? Fuck. I know there's a garage like like 500 yards like down the road and around the corner but I'd have to buy you name it like I fuck this car I'm such an embarrassment like any in within seconds they all start piling out don't they they all start fucking piling out this house and they're all walking to the cars and they're all looking thinking who the fucking hell is that the last car who the fuck is that <laughs> black owl and I'm in there like crazy just just ground swallow me up right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> and they all they all got in, drove away, and then I was just like, ah oh, like, what the fuck do I do? And I was like, call my dad and he called somebody else. They come with a jerry can, fucking fill it up. And they managed to get it going on an ounce of fuel. And I literally drove around the corner, filled it up. But holy shit, I'll never do that again. Holy shit. I was going to say, because you get in the bottom, your light comes on, and you've got about 30 or 40 miles. At what no point did your brain go, yeah, I'm in a massive engine Audi. I need to fill that up. No? Yes. Yes. But you all, you know, you know, you've got like a gauge, aren't you? Like, if I go to there, then I go there, then I'll need to fill it up. No, no, and no, no. Sometimes no. you go from A to B to C to no. D. No. And then you're like, I need to fill this up right now. Don't make it to E. There's no E. It's A. You're in the red. Oh, you C make. Oh, well, you make it to E, Mark. It's called up. empty. It's C's called empty. Up. It's called. You've got balls, haven't you? You've got and then, balls. and then I drove that car through a pond. But that's another story. <laughs> let's say let's say that for the next next midway mid race podcast, shall we? <laughs> yeah. What's even worse then was my speech impediment came out. I started talking like Jonathan Ross. You know, mid race. Mid race. 
Yeah. No, that was a good story. Good story. I like that. Very good. Yeah. Well, awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. Nice. I can't believe it. It's a mystery for you. Oh, there, Mark. Folks. Hey, what you got? Well, a bit. Can you so, bear that, Mark? You up? Can you bear that story? No, I can't bear that. I'm going middle of the road. So at weekend, as we had no Formula One, um, IndyCar was on. And mm. I didn't realise a certain Mr. Grosjean is in his second season of IndyCar. Now, obviously, everyone will know Roman Grosjean, but probably what you know him for is Netflix and the big crash at the end, um, which mm. I want to discuss, really. But just a bit of history on Grosjean. So 36-year-old 30, Swiss-French driver in his second season now in IndyCar. Um, this year, he's had one second-place finish. I think there were about five races in. Last year, he had two second places and a third. So he's actually not doing too bad in IndyCar. Oh. Um, Grosjean made his F1 debut in, for Renault in 2009, but was dropped. He returned in 2012 with Lotus, the, formula, um, the former Renault team, before he moved to Haas in 2016. He became the first driver since Michael Schumacher in 94 to receive a race ban. Didn't know that. Wow. Because it caused a multi-car pile-up in the 2012 Belgium Grand Prix, which I do remember. I don't think he braked first corner, and I think he, like, skittled about two or three cars out. And he actually received a race ban for it. Um, in his time at Lotus, he gained seven podiums. Uh, six in 2013, one in 2015. Mark Webber branded him a first lap nutcase as he was involved <laughs> in quite a few first lap crashes, um, as well as plenty of others in his career. A lot of people remember him at Azerbaijan in 2018, where he'd be at the safety car weaving. Do you remember that one? And he lost, he was sixth and he lost control and he blamed oh. Ericsson. He said, oh, Ericsson's hit me. And then on the cameras on board, he was trying to warm his tyres up and he overcooked it and hit the barrier. Uh, yeah, I do can't. Yeah. He also caused another crash at the track that's coming up at Spain where he went off and then it was the one where he come back on track and floored it and he just created a cloud of smoke. Do you remember that one where they was all driving into it? And literally, I think Hulkenberg and someone else, they all hit him because the track was just absolutely covered in the smoke that Grosjean had caused. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember, but I'm watching that crash at Spa. Was it Spa? Oh, yeah. The one, yeah, the one where he Holy skittled fuck. everyone. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> fucking ace. <laughs> literally probably, airborne and everything. Viewers of Netflix will probably know that, obviously, he had quite a few crashes with his teammate when he was at Haas, him and uh, Magnussen were constantly on the radio. Um, but the biggest crash is obviously the Bahrain one, where his car split into. Yeah. I mean, Sick. I can remember that. And I think we all spoke about it at the time. We was all like, have you just seen that? Um, it, was, it was just awful, wasn't it? I mean, seeing where the barrier was... Oh. In, in, in the side pod and everything. And if, if you've got a rough idea of how the driver sits in there, first thing I thought was he, he's been cut in two. Yeah. Yeah. And how that I'd miss, I, yeah, he was just. Well, it was 67G, the crash. So we spoke about the signs and Ocon one, didn't we, at the weekend? Wasn't that about 42? I think we said. Uh, 51, wasn't it? Yeah. 51. So this 50, was 67G. Um, Split the barrier in two, and then the car burst into flames. Now, I was probably on the side of, I hated the halo. I hated it when it came in. I think it looks the ugliest mm -hmm. bloody thing. It's ruined the cars. For me, that accident has completely changed my mind. And I, yeah. I, I don't care that it looks ugly, because that basically opened the barrier like a tin opener, didn't it? And it saved the kid and I, I'd hate to watch live him dead you know I remember watching Senna when he was he died 
Um, yeah, that crash was just. And was and what's really what? Because I, I I obviously I, you know I've I've seen the Senna crash and when you look at the two in comparison, there's 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 so much. I mean, Senna's crash didn't look anywhere near as violent as Grosjean's. I mean, to hit a barrier and just big ball of flame straight off, and you see Senna's crash, and the first thing you think is is, is that the one, and then you realise it is. It's like shit, me. Well, but it, it, was, it shows how much those those cars have progressed in safety standards and. Oh, it does. I mean, the the Senna weekend. I think it was also Roland Ratzenberger, wasn't it, that died? And like you say, you see them crashes. I think he died in practice. I think. I seem to yeah. And like you say, you yeah, see them crashes. Senna, didn't it? Yeah, and you see them crashes back now, and like you say, I mean, I remember Jules Bianchi. Obviously, that was different in the sense that he, the digger, didn't he? And he went, obviously, mm. but the halo would have saved him. And really, his death caused the halo. You know, that, probably, yeah. Yeah, it was probably that was the one crash that was like, whoa, that was a bit, you know, we could have prevented that. Let's see what we could do. Do you remember, remember Massa? And his, he got hit, didn't he? By oh, with a spring. The spring hit him in the head, didn't it? It knocked him out, 2009, yeah. that was. That's fucking hell. Was that's, it that's really? Like 2009. I thought that was, like, at least six, seven years ago. What, 2009. That's when they first started talking about it. I can kind of remember, like, because mm. he was just driving, the spring hit him, and it hit him, like, in his face. Like, I can't remember whose car it was that it, he was following. Yeah. I can't remember, yeah, but I just Skull I remember, I remember yeah. a freak accident. I remember seeing his car and he just went straight on at the next corner, and everyone was like, that was an odd accident, and then mm. he was unconscious in it. Hungary. Was it right? Spring. Rubens Barrichello. It was off the brawn. And it hit his head at 175 miles an hour. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, like you've said, I don't want to tempt fate, but Formula One now is so safe, isn't it? Well, it was the Verstappen and um, Lewis. Yeah. Verstappen ended up on top of him. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Halo I mean, on there. He'd have been dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, the halos just proved it's what it's there for. But Remember Matt Webber in, I think, Valencia, where he went up in the air and did a 360 loop? Remember that crash? He actually hit the advertising hoarding above. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of flipped, didn't he? Hell, yeah, that 20, yeah. The, the other one I remember was Alonso a couple of years ago in where McLaren. he kind of went up, but he corkscrewed through the air, didn't he? Yeah, that was a McLaren. He was, he was buried in the gravel trap, wasn't he? And he just crawled out. Yeah. Like, we're getting some seriously big crashes. But, I, I mean, you go back to Nicky Lauda, you know, in him and James Hunt's day, they literally did uh, a driver's photo every season just to see who was left at the end. Like, well, there was a, there was a, I think it was on Netflix. I'm sure it was it was somewhere. I'm sure it was Netflix. But there was a documentary about one particular season in the '60s where there was just it was just completely fatal. Um, I remember hearing in there was there was one guy. I think it was Spa. Um, he was doing the uphill, and you've got that you've got that turn straight after the uphill, aren't you? And um, he he just went straight and just went off the track, kept going straight, and he he went into a tree. And they found out the reason he died as well is because he couldn't get his steering wheel off. And I never knew this, but apparently after that, Jackie Stewart always had a spanner taped onto his steering wheel. Did he? Just in case anything happened, he could just get it and just get the wheel off if he needed it. Scared the shit out of him, but yeah. He's a Scotsman. He could have he could have got that off without a spanner. Zip <laughs> <laughs> of iron brew and that's it. <laughs> Bit like of Eric eating a banana. Yeah, yeah. This conversation's really uh, divulged from Grosjean. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. to be honest, we just talked about crashes. Um, 
I wanted to quickly wrap it up because I just I want to talk about what your point is. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. My point. Right. Yeah. Well, I ain't really got a story, but it's kind of like something that I want to learn about. And we've kind of touched on. Is, is this about the birds and the bees, Tony? Or <laughs> and Senna, there it is. Look. Oh. oh, nice. So supposedly, this guy, Senna, was pretty good. Yeah. But obviously, tragically died early. So I, yeah. I don't know. I just want to learn a lot more about him because he's highly regarded as one of the if not be not greatest F1 racer ever. Which I was like, how if he died so early? Now, supposedly, there's a lot of things to it. It was very fine detail of stuff and his work ethic was just ridiculous. And watching him drive, it was like a maniac. He was like on the edge, like all the way through. But he died, didn't he? So how how do people remember him so fondly and so and hold him in so high regard? And I'm interested to see why. So I'm, I've got his book. I'm going to read it. I'm going to look into it a bit more. But he crashed. He actually crashed because you know the poor poison. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He'd messed with this with the steering. He'd made the steering column. He'd modified it. Right. So when he porpoised, he porpoised at a point that disconnected it. So when he went round the corner, he skidded. I think he, I don't know if he, the, something, the back end went or something. He couldn't correct it. And he was going so quick, he ended up in the barrier and right. fractured his skull. And that's how he died. I just, I, I, injuries. I remember I reading about the injuries. I remember Alan Prost was always referred to as a professor. He was mm. clinical. He was, I think, on track. He was literally every apex he hit was straight to the apex. Some would say. Thank exactly. You. Exactly. Thank you. Shoehorn that in there, didn't I? <laughs> um, yeah, he was. You know, he was the professor, and then Senna come in, this young kid, and. I think a lot of Senna's kind of reputation was he set the car up. He, like you say, he worked hard. He he looked at every detail of that car, but he could get in anything and drive it to the maximum. I think I think mm. that's. I mean, I don't know a lot about him. It was just as I was watching Formula One and coming into it. But from what I know, mm. in the rain, he was unbeatable. Absolutely unbeatable. Mm. He could. He felt where the car. No fear. Had grip. Yeah, yeah. He had no, no fear. fear. He could feel where the car had grip, and I think Michael Schumacher was the one that took it fitness out of the car. But I think Senna was the one that just give me a car, four wheels, engine, and I will drive the wheels off of it. Yeah. What did they say? Somebody said like his talent was in like just incredible. Like his talent for it was the like the sports the greatest the sports ever seen. And I'm interested to read his book because it's as you can see it's fucking it's bigger than the fucking Harry Potter ones that I've read. So it's going to take a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mate, think you read. Done in this season, and we could do a podcast on it, mate. It's fine. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't think you could read. I thought you'd have got the audio book. Or does Beth read it to you on the night chat? Yeah, I'll lay there like this. <laughs> And I fall asleep slowly, like a baby. You know what, mate? I, I, I think that's a good in that. Because um, I'm, I'm the same as Mark. I mean, I don't know, just really started watching it. I didn't have that much interest at the time. So I thought it was just like, you know, cars just going round and round. I lost the big bloody deal and stuff like that. But, you know, you, you hear about, you know, the, the Senna and Frost thing and, and all everything else, and you know, you hear all the stories about Senna, but I don't. I'm the same as Matt. I don't know much more what? about him other than you know Senna and Frost and and the the crash. But 
I think that would be a good podcast, though, for mm. a future episode, maybe just to delve more into what what the man was really about. I think yeah. Top Gear did, like, a uh, shout-out Top Gear, by the way. Fucking amazing show. Amazing show. Back in the day, of course. Yeah, well, it, it was. Yeah. With the original. Three, yeah. yeah. They did, like, uh, it was, like, a few-minute-long, like, tribute video, and it was, like, that's what sparked it, really, for me. I was, like... There's more to this guy than you know. Because I started watching F1 with Schumacher. And he was just based in it, based in it, based in it, based in it. But, and when he kind of goes, and he was like, he's regarded as like the greatest ever. Lewis kind of is on par with him now, if not a little bit better. If he was, if, and, and, he's, and he, I'm sure Lewis has said he's sent as his hero. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. why he had a yellow helmet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why he got so, into racing, yeah. I don't know. What's, what is it all about, this guy? It's, the more I read, the more I'm intrigued. So we'll see what the book says. Keep us updated. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued mm. to find out more. Like you say, I'd, I'd love to know more. I'd love to have been around and watched him come through. But then I'd love to watch Nicky Lauda because, again, yeah. things I've seen and read about him, you know, he's, he was a very special driver. And I think, like you say, they come around generational, aren't they? And I think Senna's one of them. He's... Yeah. I know it's early days, but do you think Max is the new guy? No. Young. He's very young. No. No. <laughs> it's too early. You think? I don't know if he's got three or four titles in him. Wow, that's big. He's getting better. I think he's a lot calmer this year. And I think, but I just, I don't know if he can sustain it like a Vettel, Schumacher, Lewis, Senna, be in contention year in, year year out over a period of five or six years. I don't know if he's that guy. And and, and for me, really, so you're trying to put, Max Verstappen in the same kind of bracket as you know Senna and and, and other drivers like that, Nicky Lauda and stuff. You, you've got to have a for, for me a particular personality as well. You can't just be, oh yeah, I've won it, but you know the first year was controversial and it's because mm. I, I bully people and push people off the tracks and stuff like that and blah blah. blah. You, you you've got to have that kind of. There's got to be a level of sportsmanship there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tricky one. I think you've got these guys that you just mentioned at the, at the very, very top. And I think Max is is a bit low down at the minute. But It's too early to even put him in the same conversation. Like you say, he's, only, yeah. he's, he's, he's won one championship and he's been in a couple of years. He's too aggressive. He's, I don't even think he, he becomes in the same conversation as them. I was I was never a fan of Michael Schumacher, I'll admit that. People will probably hate mm-hmm. me for saying that, but he is in that top bracket. He's, he's got to be. And that Max, you can't yeah. put anywhere near yet. So would you say that Max is kind of this generation then? This this generation's, like, the generation after Lewis. Like, he's the leader of the next Could generation. Be. Could be. But we don't, like we said, we don't know. Yeah. Too early. Maybe it's too early. Probably, yeah. I mean, you never know. He, he might, he might, he might turn it around. He, he might have that kind of wake-up call at some point. You, ne- you never know. Yeah. If he ever leaves Red Bull, he might go somewhere else and then realize, hey, you know, I've actually got to work for this, and you know, he, he might turn a new leaf. We, we don't know. Yeah. No. It's, I, I think those. you've just made a really good point there. I think to become mentioned in that same breath, he would have to leave Red Bull. And go and do it at another team. To mm. to me, I think that would be the mark of him if he was to go to say Ferrari and take over that team and win. I'll hold my hands up, but can I see him winning outside of a Red Bull? No. 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 He's. I, I don't think so. No. Right. So there you go, listeners. You got to commit now because Tony's got a big ass book to read, and then he's going to tell us everything. Yeah, everything. 
Yeah. If you haven't got a degree or a master's on in this when you finish, Tony, then you know there's there's going to be some serious conversations to be having here. Yeah, not another degree. I can't do another degree. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. I've done so many. And they don't keep me warm at night. Money does. What's one more? Yeah. You need to get that G wagon. Remember, you got you got to you got to work to earn it, mate. Yeah, only one of us have been in one there, Rick. Yeah. Mm. I might go down Proud and Park and fancy uh, G-Wagon. Have we got one? Yeah, that one there. Can I sit in it? Pick, run. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, shit, mate. How far did he get? He got to the best of the road and that was it. <laughs> can, I test, can I test drive this, mate? Do you, want, do you mind if I just test drive this? <laughs> And on that, guys, I think that's what we've got. So, um, again, quick thank you to Andy and CookieCast. You can get this on Spotify, uh, iTunes, pretty much any other streaming platform out there, including YouTube. You can now find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So find us on there. Give us a like. Um, Like Andy normally says at the beginning and end of this as well, give us a like, subscribe, and Click here and click there and click anywhere comment, else that you can. Speak to us, questions. Comment. We'll have anything. Yeah, Send give, some give, questions give us a show. Tell- Send some really live questions in because we need to discuss them and we need to put this world right. And we need to see yeah, if t- anyone tell us what else you'd like us to discuss. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring more content out to you as soon as we can. But for now, uh, I've been James Stainforth as always. Well, that's never going to change. Let's face it. That's what I was born with. Um, the legend Mark W there, Wilkin. Thank you. T-Dog, Tony Rawson. Peace. I will speak to you next week after the race. Cheers, guys. See you again. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. So there you go. What do you think that? Another podcast gone. More Formula One. And, uh, yeah, all the goodness of Formula One. While I've got you, before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. If you've got a spare minute or so, drop us a review. Let us know what you think to the podcast, because it really does help. You can also check out our website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button, so you can get in touch with us if you need to. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.